Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So I'm sorry guys. Doing repeats. We're trying not to waterlog ourselves. Uh, We're diuretic. We can't. <laughs> can only take so much in a day. Uh, I am drinking the Allegro tea, the organic pomegranate green green tea. It's got green tea, pomegranate flavor, and cranberry flavor. And I am drinking Bigelow's chamomile, vanilla, and honey herbal tea. It's got chamomile, natural vanilla, and honey flavors with other natural flavors and licorice fruit. Be kind, guys. This is our eighth recording. <laughs> we are crazy. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> and loopy. <laughs> and exhausted. <laughs> yeah. But for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So for the summary, credit to IMDb. <laughs> After Barbara and Adam Maitland die in a car accident, they find themselves stuck haunting their country residence, unable to leave the house. When the unbearable Dietzes and teen daughter Lydia buy the home, the Maitlands attempt to scare them away without success. Their efforts attract Beetlejuice, a rambunctious spirit whose quote-unquote help quickly becomes dangerous for the Maitlands and innocent Lydia. I'd say that's actually a decent-ish yeah. summary. For entertainment. <laughs> so I did grow up with this movie. Yes. But being fully transparent, it wasn't until my teens that I really enjoyed horror so Beetlejuice to me was, like, I watched it for some reason, but it scared me. And so I actually really did not like Beetlejuice as a kid. Now, I, the cartoon, I would watch the crap out of the cartoon. See, I never really watched the cartoon. I actually watched the cartoon first. It was from the cartoon that I wanted to watch the movie. But then I was like, oh, God, the, the movie's scary. <laughs> Oh, honey. <laughs> I I was I was one of those kids where I would get scared very easily. Oh, but but rewatching it now, especially in my thirties, I uh, there, this movie has a lot of like good comedy and and I love the the creativity of like the character creation and uh, like the the different dead people and it's just like. Very I guess, like, as a kid, it's like it's, it did, it's not like it gave me nightmares. It wasn't like that. It's just I didn't like looking at it. And it is also, like, kind of a gross movie for me. Like, Beetlejuice with all, like, he just, well, he's a nasty character. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, he's supposed to be. Yeah, I know. I know. They did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, my, my point in saying that is this is a movie that I watch... Once in a great, great while. It's not a go-to movie. There are a lot of other movies that I would go before this movie. 
but I still enjoy the movie. I still get entertainment and nostalgia from it. So I would rate it a 7.25. Shun the non-believer. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> But yeah, I love all the little details and creativity on what it would be like to be a ghost. Um, it really, <laughs> pun intended, fleshes out what it would be like. I will say, I don't know if you got this, but knowing that Lydia still goes to school, it's a little oogie that Beetlejuice was like trying to marry her. Yeah, he was desperate to get out, so... Yeah, and it, I mean, he did say it be it was a marriage of inconvenience, so it's not like he wanted to marry her. He kind of felt like he had... She was the only option. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that, but it's like, since the movie chose to have him try and marry a high schooler, rather than have, like, a younger woman, like, just living with her parents to, like, maybe transition jobs or... or or maybe she had like a very bad divorce and she was getting back up on her face or something like that. Like they could have made it less oogie. Also the 80s. Still not oogie. 88. Oh yeah, not disputed. I'm just saying, different time. <laughs> but like the things that they decide to pit in some older movies are just like, oh. Yeah, they wouldn't really fly now. <laughs> yeah. But like rewatching the movie now, it, it's a very fun, creative oh, movie. Yeah. The, and then even just like the set designs, like whenever uh, they're getting married and you see the archway or fireplace like change shape, it just, oh, so cool. Yeah. Just there, there's a lot of thought put into this movie and you can tell. And I feel like the effects were really fun. I like that they had like a mixture of like practical and there's like a teeny tiny bit of CG but overall, the fact that the they kept the effects more practical, I feel like means that the movie has held up pretty oh, well yeah. still. Like there wasn't, I mean, there, there wasn't really a scene that I was like, oh yeah, that's like super fake. Sandworms? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I mean. I mean like, okay, you know like Poltergeist where it's like, the stuff was floating and it just like and having the people behind it it's just like, like the green screen kind of thing yeah it's like there's no like green screen like choppy type of like the the effects whether or not they're real in our world they felt tangible it felt like you could just reach out and touch them yeah but yeah so overall like a very fun creative movie i will watch it again but i have a a pretty long list of movies I would watch before this one. Not to say they're just like not not to say that this is a bad movie or anything, but compared to other movies that I've rated higher, I just this one, um I don't think I'm explaining it not right. Really. But <laughs> my point is it's a pretty good movie. I am going to watch it again, but it's not like a go to I gotta watch it all the time type of movie. So I give it an 8.5. That's trying to remove some of the nostalgia glasses. I would have given it higher if I had fully let the nostalgia glasses right. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this movie. I grew up with this movie. I don't remember a time where I didn't know this movie. Like, we watched it at least once every year around Halloween. Every single year. Like, it was a family thing. <laughs> it was always on. Usually around Halloween. We would watch it. And we would sing along to it. 
and dance to it. And it was great. I do. The dinner scene was pretty great. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm really glad. Apparently they were going to go with a different album, but it was more expensive. So someone convinced them to go with this particular album instead because it was cheaper and more accessible. And it worked. <laughs> the music in this is iconic now. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> it's just such a fun movie. It's not very realistic <laughs> at all, but it still deals with different things like dark thoughts and death and transition, like moving and, and not knowing anybody in the area and being taken away from a lot of the scenery and things that you love and having to cope with great change in your life. So it does deal with a lot of deep, tangible topics, but it does it in a an entertaining way <laughs> and non-realistic way as well, but it's still an entertaining way. <laughs> so I really enjoyed it. I never had a problem as a kid with it. Though you watched some dark I shit did. as a kid. To be fair, yes, I did. My parents were very much, well, they made me watch, well, they didn't make me watch. I watched Braveheart way too young. And that gave I me that they had that one on, but I don't remember much of it. It's like, my parents would either allow me to watch, like, based on true story movies, which had some really terrifying some things, things, or, or they'd be like, you're watching Disney! <laughs> No, yeah, Disney was never a, a question ever. <laughs> it was always accepted. Oh, it's Disney. It's fine. <laughs> the only one that they had some slight problems with was Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. And they were like, maybe not. It was only at one house, my, my grandparents' house on my dad's side. They had the, the VHS dating there. <laughs> and... Um, I, I wasn't allowed to take it home or anything. It had to stay there. But when I was there, I had it on repeat a lot of the time. And they never understood why. <laughs> they should have known the signs then. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I have always loved this movie. And our family loves this movie. It's such a fun one to watch with family. And it's one that you don't have to take seriously. There are some things that you can talk seriously about, but you don't have to take them seriously. <laughs> so I like that. Um, you don't find too many of those. I like the the different things that they try to do to scare the Dietzes away. And they're not very good at it. They don't think it through very well. Like, whenever they first start scaring the family, uh, where, like, they open the closet and then he's, like, hanging through it. Yeah. As a kid, that's what scared me the most. Really? And then, um, and the then whenever... they couldn't even see. Yeah. And then, like, whenever the, the lady's like, oh, you need to, like... Like, show me how you can be scary. And then they're, like, reversing their, like, faces. Yeah. Like, those two scenes were the ones that, like, scared me. I laughed. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have concerns. Well, with the, like, the face changing. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I laughed. Now, the head chopped off, that was kind of gross as a kid. But he was talking and all, and then you see his headless body run up the stairs. That always made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. That, that was funny. Because it was just so silly. Like, oh, I forgot to lock the door. <laughs> so, yeah, it was 
it was silly and it was fun and they made light of very dark subject matter so i enjoyed it but the when they try to scare the music sheets yeah the sheet thing is not scary unless unless it happens kind of like in um paranormal activity three yes three when you see like it looks like a kid under the sheet and then suddenly it just drops and there's nothing there that's how to do a scary sheet ghost kind of scene this one not so much it really did sound like they were doing inappropriate things <laughs> which you don't really catch on as a kid necessarily what it's kind of sounding like you just think oh they're they're moaning like ghosts but they suck at it <laughs> they're not scary yeah so they're just the that couple is so wholesome and they just they can't they're trying they're not, to do their best they're not scary <laughs> they don't do scary <laughs> so most of the the issues that i have are more for realism i i absolutely love this movie it's incredibly entertaining i watch it at least once every year <laughs> so this one is a go-to for me for sure and the fact that it's it's okay enough, even with the effects and everything, it's it's okay enough for somewhat younger kids to watch, too. That makes it even better, in my opinion. I th- want to say it's PG. I think so. And I think nowadays with, like, the blood and the headless thing, it might be considered PG-13. I did hear <laughs> something that originally, and this is back in the day where there's only G, PG, and R, and no PG-13, but the original viewing that they did was, uh, they actually originally rated it R, but Tim Burton was, like, talking to them and convinced them to rate it PG-13, which I think is appropriate. Like, this is not an R movie. Between PG and R, it is not an R movie. Yeah, like... It might have some dark themes and talk of suicide and depictions of suicide, even with, like, Juno with her her throat cut and the people hanging as they're being kind of pulled through the area, the work area, or the, the other that's receptionist. That's another part that scared me as a kid. <laughs> the receptionist lady. I laughed because he had a tire track all through him. He looked silly as a kid. Oh, well, Yeah. But there, um, but the guy that's like filing, the filing guy. Yeah, there was another one that was, the one that freaked me out. was more intact that was hanging, and then the receptionist lady with her her wrist slashed, which was slashed the wrong way. But we'll get to that in realism as well. And <laughs> yeah, even then, it's not super gory. Like I feel like if you're a kid watching it, you don't really catch a yeah catch on to like the little bitty details like yes. that because i know i didn't i didn't think oh that person committed suicide and me like yeah, as a, a kid, lot of I was jokes like, went over my head yeah i was like oh they got in an accident and they mm-hmm. got hurt and that's why they're dead yeah like i didn't and i didn't really think much more into it than that it was just these people died and it sucks but it was a lot more light-hearted yeah, so. yeah. Like, I I don't even think this deserves, like, a PG-13. I think a PG is pretty... I think it's kind of in between the two. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's once again one of those movies where parts of it are realistic. And it's not, but it's not meant to be super realistic, though. Yeah. 
I think I will go with a... I think a three would be reasonable. Because I was comparing it to Corpse Bride, and I feel like it... It is a bit needs. better than yeah. Corpse Bride. Like, my biggest March complaint, or one of my biggest complaints, is what caused the movie to be a movie to begin with. The couple swerving away from the dog. Like, I can I can understand trying to avoid hitting the dog. Yeah. But they, like, really swerved. Like, even if he lost control, yeah, it just seemed like... It was a bit too exaggerated. Now, to be fair, I just had to bring this up because this is what I was taught in driving school. But in driving school, they say that if it's like a, a smaller object, that it's safer to just run it over yeah. than to swerve. Because you're a lot more likely to get yourself in worse trouble if you swerve versus if you just ran it over. Which would suck for the dog be extremely unfortunate but it would have kept them alive but the main problem though is like they really like that scene with him like with them like swerving it's like it seemed it feels like a couple of seconds so it just it just felt a little bit too extreme and then the fact that they drove they swerved so hard that they didn't just go through the bridge but they went through the bridge enough that their car would fall so that's honestly my biggest problem with the movie. With Lydia being kind of an oddball and being okay with the ghost, I can totally see that oh, happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was definitely in a goth phase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or strange and unusual, as she put it. <laughs> strange and unusual. <laughs> and I like the, the dynamics between the, the family. The... Mom, stepmom. or stepmom. Yeah, it's like, I can, just the different dynamics and stuff I can see happening. Um, I love the, would it be like, bureaucracy parody, where it's like you grab a number and you're literally there forever. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all... It's basically limbo. <laughs> yeah. We have all been there at some point. Yeah. The DMV comes to mind. Yeah. But the one thing that I can see in very rare instances, but the one person that I'm like, she doesn't seem really that realistic, is the, the neighbor that was, like, trying to sell their house. Oh, so she wasn't a neighbor. She was a family member. Okay. But, like, first... But she was, yes, yeah, she was a rude and inconsiderate busybody. Yeah, it was, like, first of all, like... It's got to be illegal to be, like, trying to... I know that she couldn't do the official documents, obviously. Yeah. But to, like, be like, oh, yeah, are you interested in this house? Would you like to, like, do an offer on it? That's got to be illegal. Uh-huh. And, yeah, super inconsiderate to be like, oh, yeah, this is really a really big house for you. It's like, fuck you! It doesn't well, matter how big of a family they are. Yes, and... That is something, too, for sure. No one has any say on what people do not do with their house. It's like, if you have the money for that house, and that's the house that, like, suits your needs, it doesn't matter if you have kids or not. But also, from the way they were talking in the beginning of the movie, they had tried before, and it sounds like something happened. Yeah, and I know they even mentioned of, like, trying again during the vacation. Yeah, so it was extremely rude and inconsiderate of her 
to even make that comment, but to also try to show the pictures online and get offers. It's not even listed. They don't want to sell. They clearly don't want to sell. And for her to be there at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Saying, hey, I've got an offer for you for your house. Like, honestly, that type of like boundary crossing as a family member, I'd probably cut out uh -huh. of my life. Oh, yeah. Because who needs that? Yeah, I don't care how small a town that is. That Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, and then I love the, the realisticness of, like, the construction workers and her, uh, the stepmom's, uh, statue. <laughs> like, even though it was, like, funny, it's like, it's like, <laughs> there's some realistic elements to it, too, which is why it makes it funny. Yeah. But, but anyway, that's all I got for realism. Well, also, when they swerved that, and the dog was on that little beam... That oh. tiny ass dog would not have kept them from going over. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention that. Like, yeah, yeah. And it was also, I feel like it was only like three feet of water. <laughs> so the fact that they died from that. Well, I think it's because it flipped over. Like they maybe got so. caught in their seatbelt or whatever. It still felt a little, little yeah. sus. Yeah. A little sus. It, it was not the most honorable of deaths. <laughs> <laughs> the most realistic either. I know it could potentially happen, especially since, you know, safety regulations have changed since the 80s in vehicles. But And bridges, just, like, how? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of force. To... Yeah. It just, I don't know. It just, the whole scenario seemed a little bit forced. <laughs> it was movie's got a movie kind of moment. Mm -hmm. But there are weird off-the-wall cases of things like that happening too so it was still technically in the realm of possibility but just barely <laughs> but that dog definitely would not have been the only thing keeping them from going over no <laughs> and just so they saved the dog's life and it was the dog that fucking killed them i mean yeah. come on the ultimate irony how dare you <laughs> bad dog <laughs> bad dog <laughs> so these people know, the Maitlands know, that living people can't see them, and yet they don't try to throw things at the Dietzes, or lift or levitate things, at least from the view of the Dietzes, to try to scare them. They, they try freaky scenes that the people can't even see. Like, they've shown this before the Dietzes even got there, was that nobody can really see them, or hear them. <laughs> so... Maybe don't lead with the, <laughs> the the hanging body in the closet or or the wife with the knife holding the husband's head kind of thing. Like, they can't see any of this. <laughs> so maybe take stuff like grab stuff out of their hands and yeet it across the room. Open cabinet doors or slam other doors. Or, I mean, I know I'd run pretty far if, like, a ghost was throwing knives at me or yes! something. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, not guaranteed harm, but yeah. risk of harm. <laughs> Write stuff in the mirror Labor with lipstick. Time. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, throw out all of their food. Because <laughs> you the don't have horror. to be... Well, you don't have to be, like, super aggressive and throwing knives. Oh, I would be. <laughs> well, that's how you get exercised. 
So. But it's like you don't want to be so unthreatening that they're like, no. Let's try and communicate with it. No, but you can hide things and just make it inconvenient enough. Yeah, like make them feel like they're going crazy. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I would have fun with that too. I would have all the fun with that too. <laughs> but these people are just so wholesome. <laughs> they can't do it. They didn't even think about, it. you know, we could throw stuff. <laughs> You know, one thing that was confusing, too, is how, like, the one lady was, like, ha had them, like, transform their faces, uh -huh. but it's like, they can't. That was my next point. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> was that she herself, you know, berated them because people can't see them, and then she told them, okay, before you leave my office, let me see what you're gonna do so it's not a stupid parlor trick. And they change their face, but what good does that do when they can't be seen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, all right, you're good. Go clean house. No, that, that does nothing. Yeah. So I do love the little, little detail of like the smoke coming out of Juno's neck though, as a side note. Yeah. I, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, nice little detail there. I also wonder how they explained the bosses and his wife's death. At the end, when Beetlejuice sends them through the roof. That kills people. Nah, they're fine. They're never mentioned again. And that was clearly supernatural. Like, they had seen evidence of supernatural. And the fact that there wasn't any kind of attraction there. Or at the very least, news cameras. People in town asking questions. No one was going up to Lydia and asking or hounding her for details or questions or anything. So nobody knows what happened, logically. So they're dead. <laughs> so how'd they explain that? Because <laughs> I feel like that would be a nightmare. Also the nightmare of having to patch all the holes ever. <laughs> Between the sandworm and the two bodies that you yeeted out. Yeah, how do you explain that to insurance? The ceiling. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't claim it on insurance, I mean, the the husband seemed pretty handy. Like, he was building that model and everything. He had a hardware store. So he could have helped or at least directed how others could help with repairing those areas, potentially, which could help them get around insurance and things. But what did they do with the bodies? Also... Did you understand the spell that the guy did? I took it as an exorcism that was interrupted. Okay, like it would have exorcised them maybe yes. from the house. But then it was weird how like they became old and then all, all of a sudden became young. And then they could see them. Yeah, it was being reversed. Okay. And they had experienced the supernatural so they weren't blind to it anymore. Okay, so you took it as they went back to being ghosts instead of yeah. in the physical body, but since they experienced the paranormal, then they could still see them. Yep. Okay. Because they're definitely still ghosts. They're not in their physical bodies anymore because they can still manipulate the world around them. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that's true. <laughs> so, the dance number at the end there. <laughs> I love that. A, a very good ending to the movie. I also wonder why the football players were there, though, at the very end. Yeah, that was really random. Yeah, well, but like we just want to dance. They just wanted to join in and have fun. This fun. They wanted to party. Yeah. So I got questions, but otherwise, it's it's a very very fun movie, very enjoyable. I am 
hesitantly looking forward to the next one. Cautiously optimistic. There's another one. It is being confirmed. There's going to be a Beetlejuice 2. It's going to be a Beetlejuice 2. No. And they got the same actress for Lydia and the same actor for Beetlejuice. Like I said, cautiously, very, very cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to hold my breath. Is it going to be another Tim Burton film, do you know? Though with some of his later... His later ones, I'm like, the... I can't recall. I was reading a little bit about it. Not much is known. They're keeping a lot of it under wraps. They haven't even released a, a date yet. Like, a projected. So, the only thing that they've really released is those two have signed on to reprise their roles. So. <laughs> yep. But overall, a fun movie. I, I feel like it, it's a good, I like... I gave you all the concerns just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Like, since, you know, kids can be different, I would be, like, a, 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 not like a super young, but like a older, like, 8, 9, 10 type of It depends movie. on the kid, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old I was when I first saw it. I feel like I was pretty young, but I don't know. I just can't really remember a time where I hadn't seen this movie, to be honest, and dancing along and singing to it, so... Thank you so much for joining us today, and please comment on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Discord, TikTok, and most places you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring and a PayPal donate button if you'd like to support us monetarily. All of those sites will be linked down below that have been mentioned. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spooky. Bye! Bye.